The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me down paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Today, I want to talk about that fourth verse devotionally. Even though we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, we will fear no evil, for he is with us. His rod and staff comfort us. Heavenly Father, we submit ourselves to you, recognizing that this is your word, that you are the God of all eternity, and you want to speak to us in time that you're the God who's limited and you're wanting to communicate to us who are so limited in our ability to understand. And so when we read your word, we, we humble ourselves before you that you would teach us. Through Christ we pray. Amen. This is a bucolic scene. I love that word bucolic. It sounds so much like a disease, but it's a very pastoral scene. It's a, this verse, verse four, um, the, you can imagine it's the end of the day. The shepherd has had his flock grazing all day long. They have eaten, they have rested, and now they're making the journey back home. But as they make that journey back home, the shadows are growing longer as the sun begins to set. And they're going through this valley, perhaps with a narrow uh, road or narrow path to walk on. And so it's natural for these sheep to be fearful. It's natural for the sheep to be fearful because the sheep are always fearful. They are defenseless. They are foolish. They um, are timid. And so it's just kind of natural for them to be feel threatened along the journey, let alone when the journey is going through uh, on, on a narrow passage through a dangerous valley. And so this sheep says, but I can find comfort even in these times when I'm fatigued, when I have great reason for fear through the valley of the shadow of death, but I will find comfort. I will find courage because he is with me. Now, of course, the key verse here is the, one of the key words here in this verse is the word fear. I will not fear. If there is one um, assurance that God gives us in the Bible, I understand that the, the command that is repeated most often in the Bible is not the command to go love or, um, you know, don't love cats or something like that. But the, the, the most frequently heard command in the Bible is do not fear. Fear can have such negative consequences on us, but it says we will fear no evil because you are with me. Because the presence of the good shepherd with us. I'm reminded of Hebrews chapter 13 that tells us in verse 5, um, 
keep your life free from the love of money and be content with what you have. For God has said, I will never leave you or forsake you. So we can say confidently, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear. What can man do to me? So many reasons to fear. One of the main reasons that people often fear is we fear we're not going to have enough money. We don't fear we're not going to have enough to take care of ourselves. We, don't, we fear we're going to not have enough to pay for the bills, the medical bills, the house bills, the whatever bills. And, 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 and our confidence can, it can be in our money, for instance. Oh, I will not fear because I have a good bank account. I will not fear because I have a good job. The bank account can be wiped out. The job can be taken away. The shepherd said, the sheep says, I will not fear because you are with me. And what's true with us financially, that God is with us, is true with us, of course, in every other way. So verse 20, verse uh, four, though, helps us understand the, why the presence of God with us is so comforting. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. The rod is an offensive weapon, an offensive weapon. The rod is something that would be used against the predators. It was never used against the sheep. The rod would, was, and, and sheep were quite skillful. A shepherd actually were quite skillful in being able to take that rod and hit a, hit a predator if there's a, 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 a lion or something coming after, they'd be able to hit that thing in the head and do significant damage to save the sheep. They had to. It was a life-saving weapon for them. By the way, it kind of makes me, as an aside, makes me, helps me appreciate when David was facing Goliath. Um, you'll remember that Goliath said to David, David had picked up some stones to use in his sling, but Goliath said, why do you come at me with sticks? And you have to wonder if David the shepherd had a rod with him. And, um, and David was quite skilled in using that rod. And God used the skill that David had prepared in him as a shepherd with the rod to use with the, uh, with the rod as well as with the, with the um, slingshot to be able to, at that moment, miraculously bring down Goliath. But the point is that she, shepherds were quite skilled in using their weapons of attack to protect their sheep from the enemy. And now the shepherd says, I can, this sheep says, I can find great comfort as I'm going through this valley of the shadow of death. What enemies are around me, I'll fear no evil because you have, you are with me. I see that rod and your staff, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. The staff was, um, was never used in a harsh way with the sheep. The staff was used sometimes to rescue the sheep. There was a crook in the staff that the shepherd could use to grab the sheep's leg, or maybe if the sheep had fallen over, could use that to help raise the sheep up or something, and um, and certainly could use the um, the stick part of the of the staff to be able to guide the sheep if the sheep was starting to stray from the rest of the. Of, of the of the flock or just to allow the the sheep to know I'm here and so that shepherd would put his the the staff on the back of the sheep and know and the sheep would know I'm here 
Isn't it great to know that we can be comforted going through our valley of the shadow of death? Because when we're going through that time, and maybe we're starting to stray, God doesn't use the rod of discipline on us. He uses the rod on our enemies. <laughs> he, 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 uh, we used to sing a song when I was a kid, Savior like a shepherd lead us. Much we need thy tender care. I think one of the fears that we all have in going through dark valleys especially if we have had some agency to get ourselves in that dark valley as we wonder, is God going to lead me like a shepherd or is God going to be harsh with me? Maybe you feel like, I, I'm so weak. I just, I feel so defeated. I, I, I just think I would crumble if I were to feel the weight of God's wrath on top of the anxiety and discouragement and defeat I already feel. But your rod and your staff, they comfort me. And so God, like a gentle shepherd, leads you and me today. He uses that rod against the enemy. And so we can be comforted knowing that the enemy is Satan. The enemy is not just people who own cats. The enemy is Satan. The enemy is those who are opposed to him. And so you are protected. I think one of the great fears, especially as Christians lose their voice, lose our, our standing and influence in the world, to know that greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world, that, that the good shepherd has our back. And as we go through these valleys, we may be vulnerable sheep, but we don't have to defend ourselves because we have a good shepherd who protects us with his strength so we can trust him. But he also protects us and guides us with his staff. He guides us with his scripture, with his people, with people who hold us accountable and love us at the same time. He guides us with our conscience. If our conscience is well-educated, he, he'll prick that conscience and, and, to make us realize, hey, I, I need to get back on track. I, I need to change that attitude. I shouldn't have said those things. I need to be more disciplined in this way. And so like a gentle shepherd, he redirects us with his staff. And therefore, we need fear no evil because he is with us. And I would remind you that when we go through the valley of the shadow of death, we f what it means that we fear no evil doesn't mean that we fear no danger. It doesn't mean that we fear no pain or suffering or difficulties. When we go through these valleys of the shadow of death, we may, in fact, God may, in fact, allow us to go through difficulties. Think about Job thing about Jesus, but we need fear no evil. Again, think about Jesus. Think about Job. What does it mean that we fear no evil? It doesn't mean that we don't fear that we may, that we don't fear um, because we're not going to suffer. No, we don't fear because whatever we have to go through, we can be confident that God knows best 
He's smarter than we are. That God knows the future. He knows how to lead us to a better future, better than we do. That God loves us. And I think that's the part of the reason that we fear sometimes is because we fear, you know, if I were, if I were to do it this way, I would, if, if, if it were up to me, I wouldn't do it this way. And we fear it's because I love more. I have more compassion than God does. But that's why we remember Jesus in the garden when he prays to the Father on the night before he's put on trial, just before he's arrested. Jesus prays, Father, not my will, but yours be done. Jesus went through the valley of the shadow of death for us with the Father. And the Father shepherded him through that whole thing. Did he experience evil? He sure did. Did evil oppose him? It sure did. Did, uh, did, did he have suffering as a result of evil? Yes, he did. But he need fear no evil because he had prayed, Father, not my will, but yours be done. And so he could trust that the that his good shepherd, his father, was working for what was good and wise and loving and best, even though there was a dark night through a deep valley. But he went through it for us. Can you think of two evidences where God has protected you going through dark times where you can look back and see God's rod protecting you and his staff guiding you. Can you think of two times? Spend a little bit of time today to think about two times God has led you through a valley of the shadow of death and thank him for that. Praise him for that express worship in that and then can you think right now of some valleys that you're headed through submit those valleys to, to, to God Father not my will but yours be done I will trust you that even though I go through the valley you are with me I will fear no evil I will follow your word and your truth so I can walk with you and I don't walk alone or in my own strength. What are you afraid of today? What's it look like for you today to walk through that valley trusting that he is with you, his rod and his staff comforting you? Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word that is living and active. We thank you that, it is, that the substance of your word and all that we say is you, <laughs> that you really are the good shepherd, that you really have given us a history of your faithfulness, and therefore we can trust you today in the real battles that we face, in the real dangers that oppose, in the real suffering that we have to endure that you really are with us, that you, the God of eternity, the God who made us, the God who walked Moses through the wilderness and Jesus 
to the cross and through an empty tomb that you are that same God who's with us today. Help us to walk in that victory. Help us to walk in that courage. Even though we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, we will fear no evil. We will have courage because you are with us. Through Christ I pray. Amen. Uh, maybe you know somebody who's going through a valley of the shadow of death, and if you think this is, might be encouraging for them, I'd encourage you to pass this uh, devotional on to them. Otherwise, let's just pray for each other.